So the Guardians of the Galaxy 3 trailer, the very first one, has released. So in this episode, I'm going to be breaking down everything you want to know about the upcoming sequel. Let's get into it. Hey everyone, welcome back to Movie Morning, and the official trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 has now been released. It was released at CCXP and then released online by Marvel Studios. And after months since they first showed the trailer at SCCC, what has it been like? five months later now pretty much within the same amount of time where we're going to get the movie they, they've shown the full trailer publicly and i while i thought there was a chance they would do this at this event i really didn't think they would release the trailer online and i'm actually really shocked they did but obviously i am very happy they did now if you know anything about me and the show you obviously know i love the mcu and probably more than any other franchise in the MCU right now, I love the Guardians of the Galaxy. I love James Gunn, everything he's ever made. Comic book movie related, I've absolutely loved. I even loved Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. At least I came to love that movie. I really enjoyed the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, as you guys listened to my review last week, or I hope you did. Anyways, it's on, right, on my show right now if you want to go listen to that. And uh, this movie might be my most anticipated movie of next year a few other movies like spider-verse obviously indiana jones which i put out my thoughts yesterday for the dial of destiny trailer and make sure to go listen to that but i think this as of right now is my most anticipated movie of next year because i'm so invested in these characters i love james gunn and i just really want to see what his final outing with this team of guardians will end up being first giving my thoughts on the trailer this trailer was absolutely everything i wanted and I know you guys are probably tired right by now with what, how I, much I was raving about the indie trailer yesterday with me just absolutely going crazy for these trailers. But this trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 delivered everything I love about this team and this franchise. Great music, some great James Gunn humorous moments, you know, great character interactions. But obviously, most of all, just the emotion that this finale to the trilogy will likely bring there's a lot of shots and moments that look very heartbreaking the visuals for the most part look stellar there's great teases towards new characters like chuck woody awoji's high evolutionary and adam warlock played by will Pal will palter and all of that i'm excited for but this movie seems to be really focusing in on these characters and working to really close out these characters arcs in a great way and that's what i wanted from this third guardians of the galaxy Film. But obviously you're not here for my thoughts, you are probably here for the breakdown. But yeah, abs looks absolutely fantastic. Probably my most anticipated movie of next year at the moment. And this absolutely did not move it down. This was everything I wanted this movie to be. And just, man, I'm not ready for that theater experience. But I really do think this might be the most emotional film in the entire MCU. It comes out in just over five months and I am... Matt May cannot get here soon enough because I really want to see this movie. So let's get right into breaking down the trailer. The trailer starts off with a scene that looks like it takes place on the planet of Halfworld. Now this planet is a world that's made up of alien humanoids who settled in this planet, which is in the Keystone Quadrant star system. Now they built this little complex area, whatever you want to call it, to treat the insane parts of their race. And it does seem like they, they really are taking this to be, and actually the entire staff that's this robot. And I really do think this will be revealed to be the high evolutionaries, not main base, but where all his test subjects end up going. It's going to be very dark, 
But High Evolutionary, if you don't know, let's talk about him right here. Is a character who is pretty much aiming to create the ultimate being in the galaxy in terms of the perfect species. Now, obviously, the trailer does deeply hint that one of his first test subjects was Rocket Raccoon. And in the comics itself, the, uh, the land of Half-World was inhabited by Rocket Raccoon, as well as the character of Lila, who is an otter and the character is shown in this trailer and we'll, we will be absolutely talking about it in just a second. But that's who the High Evolutionary is and that's who this movie will be dealing with. But the first, like, almost half of this trailer has this one gag where we get um, the Guardians, who have been gone for a while, go back to being their usual space cops, arriving on this planet with a bunch of alien-looking humanoids. And there's a little gag where... Drax picks up the little gift that they've just given him and throws it right back at one of the children and they get into a little fight and all this kind of morally gray stuff the Guardians do gets into it and I always like these little gags. Now I hope that they hold back a bit on the constantly making you laugh just because Drax's laugh is funny because while I do get a little giggle every time Dave Batista does his usual Drax laugh because it's great. I hope they don't overplay it, and they definitely do play it in this opening scene of this trailer, but I'm confident they won't. Now, the trailer continues, and we get the song In the Meantime by Space Hog in playing in the rest of the trailer. Again, great music choice. It's one of James, Gunn, James Gunn's best attributes as a director, and then we move into kind of more the more heavier part of this trailer, I guess you can say. Then as we get the, uh, you know, the little from director James Gunn tag, we move into the trailer and we start off with seeing Peter Quill staring off into space. Now, something that I think a few people missed is that he's listening via his little Zoom device that Craglin gave him in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 at the end where it says, where Craglin says it has over 300 songs on it and Peter Quill is absolutely blown away by that. And going into the rest, continuing on from this, Mantis does mention does mention the line, don't forget where we came from. And as this is happening, it parallels with what we've seen where Rocket came from. And what really hints that the High Evolutionary really did, really was the one who created Rocket, was that we see a hand reaching for a baby raccoon. Like, and we can obviously see that does look like the hand of the High Evolutionary reaching for a baby raccoon. And then we cut to a shot of baby Rocket. And then that kind of fades right into our, you know current day what rocket raccoon looks like now and then we cut into a shot where we get the guardians out in space in different colored space suits now obviously i heard someone mention this kind of looked like the among us crew members or i guess also the imposters and i don't know if that was james gunn's intention but now i can't really unsee it now where they seem like to be exiting to really does seem like to be the high evolutionaries base or area now because of the sizes of all these characters it doesn't seem like rocket is with them because we have four characters one of them is clearly drax and then obviously one of them is might also be groot peter quill is obviously there nebula maybe gamora maybe kraglin but none of them seem to be rocket size so maybe a lot of this movie will then be going to rescue rocket and maybe the high evolutionary has come back to rocket and has captured him and that might be part of the movie then we have Peter Quill mentioning how um, we've been running our whole lives and um, we've been running our whole lives. That's kind of all he says. We get a shot of the Guardians on Nowhere with some of the people who I think we saw in the holiday special walking. But we do have Peter Quill 
uh, being carried by Gamora. So I don't know if that's the end of the movie. Now, Rocket is there. Groot is there. Drax is there. Mantis is there. But Gamora is not there. So I'm assuming this is probably earlier than the beginning of the movie. But then we get a line that I think is actually a lot more important than people think. And that is Rocket saying to Peter Quill, I'm done running. And obviously, he also calls him Pete, which I think is actually the important thing I want to talk about. And that is because Rocket has never called Peter Quill Pete. He's barely ever said Peter. It's always Quill. And the fact that Rocket is saying this and they really seem like this is going to be towards the end of the movie and going for their last hurrah, it is really signifying how long much these characters have come and how close they've gotten, how much of a family they've actually become, and also just how this really is going to be the end. And obviously everyone's talking about it, so let's talk about it right now. It really does seem like they're setting up Rocket Raccoon for a big death, probably one where he's just all guns blazing and there's just... He's going just all out in the best way you can imagine. But it's going to be easily one of the most brutal moments in the MCU. And I I am very concerned for how I'm going to feel when that scene comes. Now, this is probably a good time to mention because it does show up again. We do get the Guardians in their classic suits from the comics, the blue and red. And initially when I saw the images of them in this, I was a bit like, I don't know if they quite translated it well. But I like the way it's looking. We get the official... Um, uh, we do get the um, we do get kind of their own branding with the chest emblem, which I really liked. And they are definitely now probably taking this job more serious and are now really becoming the guardians of the galaxy. And I really want to see that all that go down. And these these, are, these look very comic accurate. Obviously, I really appreciated that. And it does really seem like that when it comes to this. James Gunn went for this look, and it really did work. Now let's talk about Gamora, because we do see quite a few shots with her. We see her at the beginning looking at a photo, I'm assuming, of Peter Quill, her and Peter Quill together. Now, it is important to remember that this is the Gamora from the 2014 uh, timeline that was erased, or not erased, but changed by the Avengers in Avengers Endgame, because our Gamora died at the hands of Thanos trying to get the Soul Stone, and we do see her, Zoe Saldana is back to play the character, but this is going to be a different version of Gamora, and her arc in this movie will obviously be trying to find a way back to free Peter Quill. I do think it will be a bit too brutal to kill her again, and I don't see James Gunn doing that, and I don't think it's the most satisfying way to go to the character. But I also don't think it's going to be just as simple as her and Peter Quill finding their way back together, even though I do think that might be the most satisfying way to go with the character. I just have a feeling that's not exactly what we're going to get. Now, we do get our first looks at the High Evolutionary and what he's doing. We obviously see one of his test subjects as the, as the camera spinning. Again, I've already talked a little bit about him. And then we do get a shot of the Guardians in a prison. Now, this prison might just be a way to parallel the first film and kind of show, kind of bookend the franchise a bit because obviously we have the Guardians in a prison in the first film. Now, they're all wearing orange outfits, kind of more like on Earth, but the background definitely makes me think this is high evolutionary's prison. It's all sentient beings, but they're definitely not human. And I definitely want to see where this is. Now, Drax is injured in this picture. It almost seems like there's a hole burst through his chest. Now, I don't think they, they'll kill Drax in this movie. He was one of my initial early predictions, but I really don't think they will based off that they're showing the shot in the trailer. Now, obviously, I think Rocket will be one of the characters who dies. And I still think the other one... After watching this trailer, I think might be Mantis. 
but I really don't think her death will have as much impact as almost any other character. They definitely won't be killing Groot again. Gamora, I don't think that's going to work. They could do Kraglin, but I don't, again, don't think that death will have as much impact. And I also don't think Peter Quill will die because I just think it's a bit too obvious, but that's not exactly a bad thing. It's just, I don't know if that's, it's, a, it's kind of a direction which is a bit too obvious. Now we do get another look at the Guardian's new ship, which is called the which is called the Bowie, which we learned in um, in 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 the Guardians of the Galaxy hol- holiday special. Then we get a shot of Rocket saying, "We'll all fly away together one last time into the forever and beautiful sky." And my God, what a heart wrenching line to put in the trailer. But what is really curious to me is how they decided to use a shot of him that seems so much primed for, like, a shot in maybe his death scene. Now, by the way, the visual effects in this trailer, when it comes to the characters, are absolutely spectacular. But this shot, it almost seems like at first that he had a tear coming down his eye. Now, looking at the shot again, it doesn't seem like that's exactly what it is. It seems like it's just a bruise. But it does seem like he's been undressed and is... Again, I still really do think this is going to be the scene that he does actually eventually die in. And I think it's in a very odd decision to put this in the trailer and even if they just didn't show this shot i think this line would have worked better but at the same time when he's even talking you can hear like he isn't quite at a hundred percent and it's just a very interesting choice to decide to include this in the first trailer now we see peter quill and groot what seems like it's going to be on half world running away from um a ship that's chasing them we do see peter take calling someone taking someone out then we get another really interesting shot that there's one of the ones that really, I'm really curious to see what other people think, where we get a drip of blood. Now, I can't really tell if that's normal human blood, but we do get Peter Quill after that yelling in absolute agony with Chris Pratt just going all out. And I think that this movie will really show what Chris Pratt can do if he's really invested in a franchise. Because one of my biggest complaints with the Jurassic World Dominion was that it felt like all the actors going there, there who especially the ones returning from just this Jurassic World franchise, felt like they didn't really want to be there anymore, Chris Pratt included. I really just didn't feel like he brought much to his role at all, and it didn't really feel like his heart was there. This role, on the other hand, I really do think Chris Pratt has more of a connection with, and it always seems like he enjoys playing a bit more with one of his friends, James Gunn, directing. I'm sure he'll knock it out of the park with his performance. In this movie now, again, I do think this is the same scene as the one where we get, where it seems like Rocket will will indeed die, and man, this is definitely going to be an absolutely heart-wrenching scene. Now, we get Rocket hugging a character by the name of Lila. Now, in the comics, these two characters do have a relationship, but I don't think they'll go that way when it comes to the um, the movie. Now, the character is... And Lila character, and the Lila of the character from the comics is a sapient otter, and I do think in the movies, I think they will change her origin so that she was also created by the High Evolutionary, and she was probably the person, she was probably the creature that helped Rocket Raccoon probably escape in the original Guardians of the Galaxy, or no, way before the original Guardians of the Galaxy, and I really do think it will also be revealed that Rocket Raccoon as well as Lila are both not actually ought, um a raccoon and an otter and instead they're actually just creatures that the high evolutionary created that were changed to look like animals or mammals that 
humans know on Terra, as they call um, as they call Earth in the Guardians of the Galaxy films. Now we do get the Guardians of the Galaxy chasing after after uh, this this creature that kind of looks like the creature at the beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, but also kind of different. Definitely has that octopus feel. Now we finally get our first look at Adam Warlock. Now I was initially very excited about his inclusion. But to be honest with you, it does seem like there's a lot going on in this movie. Not like a ton in terms of like way overboard. But I'm still, I'm struggling to see how Adam Warlock will fit into the story that it really does seem like James Gunn will be telling with this movie. And I really definitely don't think he'll be the villain. Now he is played by Will Will Poulter. And I think and from what I've seen of him, I really like him as a performer. He's definitely not who I would have thought of as Adam Warlock, but I will say I love the look. Now, I do wish they gave him his hair, his hairstyle from the comics, because I think it does really make the character. But I like that it's very practical, and and just his whole look isn't CG, and I honestly prefer that. I like that we have his little, is that little piece on his forehead, which obviously isn't the Soul Stone like it is in the comics, but. Obviously, we get a shot of him. We do get to see him fighting Nebula for a bit, but I don't think... But I think definitely he... I think that he'll definitely eventually help the Guardians taking down the High Evolutionary, who will obviously be the main villain. I mean, you get a shot of Mantis crying along with that, but I don't... Again, I don't think this is a scene where she dies, but I do think she will be the character who does eventually... who do, is the Guardian who does perish along with Rocket. I think the holiday special set that up to be very, very heartbreaking. We get a classic shot of the Guardians posing as they walk towards the screen in a straight line. That's how the Guardians have always posed. We do get Gamora, but she seems awfully in the background. So I'm assuming she hasn't quite gone to the Guardians. But I'm assuming, because we do get to see that shot earlier where Rocket says, Pete, I'm done running. We're done running. This will probably be the final act of the movie. But then we get a shot of Rocket, again, undressed with like a very heavenly looking background i'm not really sure what this is to be honest but then we move into a great callback line where we have groot saying we are groot probably in the same scene that we saw earlier with them getting chased by the ship with peter quill and groot back to back just shooting going around shooting and get groot having all those arms which is something i've wanted to see for a while peter quill still having his you know two iconic dual blasters and cut to the title and then i also love how it had a different language initially and that's the trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. We have a little tag at the end. Oh, another funny moment with Drax that I quite enjoyed. But there it is. The trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is now here. And I want to know what you guys think of it. And make sure to send me a voice message over on Anger to let me know. I'm sure a bunch of you are hyped for this movie just like me. And yeah. If this is the end. And I really hope James Gunn has made a movie that will deliver all the goods we want from the Guardians, as well as giving a very satisfying conclusion to these characters. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll catch you all next time. Bye-bye.